flown. I have sailed. I have moved about this world of ours. And ever in search of the finest of its kind, we bring you the tops in Audio Drama Networks. This is Mutual. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Hi, this is Lothar Tuppen, creator of the show The Sword of the Crimson Tatters, and you're listening to Blood Noir on the Para-X Radio Network and Anchor. Hey, this is Rebecca, program manager for Para-X Radio Network. You're listening to Blood Noir Audio Drama on Para-X and Anchor. Joe, you haven't left for that case yet? Nope. You're leaving Morty to wait for you. In the meanest part of town? He'll be alright. Morty can handle himself. Joe! You're reading! Looks that way. I don't think I've ever seen you crack a book let alone hold one. Yeah, well, this one concerns us. Blackout City Confidential by Mark Slade. How does he know what goes on around here? Look here, Lily. There's even pictures. Art by Lisanne Lake. Oh, if you captured my figure right. <laughs> Not hard to do, Angel. Nobody could get that wrong. You're perfect. Oh, Joe. <laughs> Get Blackout City Confidential and Blackout City Short Story Collection, both available on Lulu.com and other outlets published by Horrified Press. Crime and Horror Anthology Show. Stories about people caught in desperate times and only have one way out. I'm sure you're wondering why you received this tape from a random stranger. But is it really random? Am I really a stranger? Or are we connected in some way to a web of lies and deceit? 
Possibly murder? You see, I hear things, see things. I know everything. To protect myself, I need these stories to be told. Okay, Beth, tell me what you saw last night. Just a lot of eyes watching me. Be more specific, please. I don't want to, Dr. Harmon. You don't understand, Jesus. What happens when I see those horrible images? My head feels like it's floating in space. And it's... A terrible ringing in my ears. And the crying and moaning of the voices of those who... Go on. No! I won't do it. Beth, the only way to fight this is to meet it head on. Screw you! Beth, come on. I'm trying to help you. It doesn't feel like it. I need a cigarette. You're not allowed to smoke in here. You know that. You let me smoke yesterday. You gave me something useful, didn't you? Screw you! So I suppose I'll just call your father and tell him he's wasting his money on your treatments. Screw you! Fine. We can terminate today's session. What? What is it, Beth? Look over there. Look. What? I I don't see. She thinks she's killing people. I heard you the first time. Mr. Cray, your daughter's sanity is at stake here. You say that every time we meet. Seems every time we meet, you become unattached to the problem more and more. Herman, you have no idea how tired I am of Beth's problems. Since she was 12, I have heard the same crap. I really am sick of it. Did she tell you she was using again? No. 
Oh, I don't believe that. I haven't seen any signs of heroin abuse. No needle marks. Her eyes are clear. Look, I'd notice that. Then what's this? <sighs> Looks like a hypodermic needle in a plastic bag. Where did you find it? I didn't. My old assistant did. <laughs> David Lewis. <laughs> well, I can see he's making a comeback. Didn't you fire him last year for trying to get into your bank account? He was sorry for that. His husband had more to do with that. I see. What do you see? Manipulation, that's all. David Lewis pulling at your heartstrings. Ridiculous. No reason to be ashamed you still have feelings for him. Now who's manipulating whom, Dr. Harmon? Oh, what? Come on, Mr. Cray. I'm only trying to understand. Fine. You can continue the sessions with Beth. I honestly don't care. What I pay you, I make in a week with computers I sell to the U.S. government. So go on listening to her talk about how she kills people with her mind, how the eyes of evil command her to do these terrible deeds. Carry on the charade with my daughter's illness. I don't care. Yes, I can tell you don't care. I've always loved this beach. I was married here, first time I was married. She was a pretty redhead, let me tell you. Didn't last more than six months. She was a general's daughter. And she ran off with a sergeant, her father's secretary. I didn't care. I still had lovers in four different cities around the world. Did you hear what I just said? This beach was also the place where I made my first arms sale. <laughs> My old man was so proud of me. I bet you didn't know my family has been in the gun-selling business since the Revolutionary War. I swear to you, we stole a shipment of guns from the French and sold them to George Washington's army. Ah, the French. They still hold a grudge against the Brits for that debacle. I love selling weapons. I love hearing about battles and war. I just don't want to be in the middle of it. <laughs> I guess that makes me a coward. Christ. You really don't care that you just lost another man in Moscow? I care. But you have to feel like changing a shirt when you get a stain on it from dinner. You just have to. Myers was a good field agent. I know. Weller, Wynn, Tuppen. Good agents. Helped get intel in Iraq and Afghanistan. Hell, Lothar Tuppen and Matt Weller were some of the best I've ever used. 
whenever I needed to blackmail a senator or <laughs> the president even, I've always used them. Someone has turned Beth against us. You know, Lee, most of the world's population still thinks the world is flat. No, really. Proven fact. They also don't believe a person can use their mind to move an object or prevent a vehicle from moving. I've seen it. In the 80s, we did some tests with college students. It all depends on how powerful the person's mind is. Genetics can also come into play. Funny, as powerful as Beth is, she doesn't remember how I found her. A lonely child, only eight years old, alone in a hotel room. Her father had just stolen her from her mother. When we arrived to investigate, a very high-grade nuclear warhead had been exploded. We found everyone dead in the hotel, except this frightened little girl. <laughs> yes, I took her in. She's called me father all these years. I've used her to assassinate world leaders, the powerful, the famous, enemies of the flag, and some friends of the flag. Sir, we need to find the person or persons who has turned Beth against us. Sir, we need to find the person or persons who has turned Beth against us. I think I have a pretty good idea who it is. You do? Are the Russians involved? Oh, I'm more than sure of that, Lee. Have a sniper on top of Legacy Hotel. I'm meeting this person of interest at 3 p.m. Sir, permission to take care of this myself? Yes, all right. You were always known as a talented sniper in Afghanistan. Just do the normal cover-up, understand? Of course, sir. We can't afford to have this operation fouled up by the press. You're not going to tell your father about the new man in your life? No. He'll go ballistic. He doesn't like me to see anyone. I know of his tendencies to control everything, but this is silly. Doesn't he want you to be happy? I don't think that crosses my father's mind. As long as he's happy. No one else matters. Beth. I think it is best you tell your father about this man. I don't think I can. If you stand up to him, I think eventually the relationship would get better, more loving. The bond between the two of you would become stronger. Uh, I, I don't know. Will you try? Uh, Dr. Harmon, can I ask you something? Of course. Why? Do you care? I care about you, Beth. I care about all my patients. I especially care about you. I think it's unfair that you suffer. Your father will not permit me to treat you with medicine. Whatever I can offer you, I will do my best to give it to you. <sighs> Thank you, Doctor. Time's up. I'll see you next week. All right. Goodbye, Dr. Har Harmon. <laughs> yes. Goodbye, Beth. Safe journey.
Yes. So far, everything is a go. No, no one suspects me. No one has even asked how I know about Cray's operation. Very fortuitous that we came up on Lewis. That man will do anything for money. Yes, I believe we can get Beth Cray safely to Moscow. Kind of a strange place to meet. Well, hello to you, David. So, you've come to give me the money then? Not so fast. Can we just sit and talk a while? I did what you asked me to do. Look, I followed your daughter, I found the drugs. The drugs, yes. <laughs> I'm not so sure they were hers, David. You're still angry with me for falling in love with Thomas, aren't you? I'm angry at you for throwing your life away, getting into drugs. My choice. Hmm, yes, very much so. I was hoping this past year you would... Come back to you? <laughs> Not a chance, old man. I love Thomas. He's the only one. The only one I'll do anything for. Thomas. You understand? I'll shoot up. I'll sell myself on the street. I'll even kill another human being. I'll do anything for Thomas. You set me Get up. your hands off of Son of a bitch. I'll Get your hands you off old me. bastard. What the? Why are you shaking? Oh, shit. Hey, you. Come back. What did you do to this man? Help. This man's having epileptic fits! Someone help! What are you doing here? I thought I told you not to come here. He's dead. Who? Cray. Who the hell else would I be talking about? Whoa, whoa, hey, David. David, wait. Stop. Put the gun away. I know it was you. You set it all up. You had the sniper ready to kill me. Sniper? No! I didn't authorize... It was you who had me turn Cray around and try to plant drugs on Beth. You didn't have any problem with the money I gave you. You had Beth kill those U.S. agents. I know it was you who meddled with Beth's mind to cause Cray to have that aneurysm. Melted his brain like a plastic cup on fire. No, I only wanted her to immigrate to Russia. Take her back home, where she belongs. Ladies and 
You're gonna like Israel, Beth. I know I will. Please. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Blood Noir, Episode 22, Face Dances. Featuring Pete Lutz as The Stranger. Starring Tanya Milevich as Beth, Pete Lutz as Harmon, Lothar Tuppen as Cray, Paul Miscavige as Lee, Matt Weller as Lewis, and Rebecca Brumble as Woman on the Street. Music by Carpenter's Notch and Audionautics.com. Credit narration by Tanya Milevich. Written and directed by Mark Slade. Thanks for listening. podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast. And now, Mutual of Ohm, providing spiritual insurance for your past, your present, and your future since 500 BC, proudly presents Wrinkly's Believe It or Forget About It bringing you strange but true tales and oddities from all over this wide world. And here is your host, Mr. Robert Wrinkley. Hello, I'm Robert Wrinkley. Next, do you believe in ghosts? Most people don't, but they change their minds quickly if they spend a night in the Haunted Hotel. That's the famous nickname of the Waldorf Anstoriger Hotel located in the historic city of Sandusky, Ohio. Built in 1890 on the site of a street battle between local candy makers, union rabble rousers, and city police, the hotel has long been touted as haunted by the ghosts of the men killed there that fateful day. Guests who stay in room 305, for example, often complain about being awakened in the wee small hours by the sound of someone noisily chewing taffy. Across the hall in room 302, guests have reported that their sleep was disturbed by the incessant popping of bubblegum. And diners in the hotel restaurant have had entire tables upset by the unseen spirits of union agitators, climbing up to give long-winded speeches. The hotel is still open for business and does a booming trade during the month of October. Believe it or forget about it. You've been listening to a special feature of Pulp Puri Theater. Wrinkly's Believe It or Forget About It. Brought to you by Mutual of Ohm. Providing spiritual insurance for your past, your present, and your future since 500 BC. This is Gramercy Noun speaking. We return you now to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs>